Hello, and welcome to Legally Bond, a podcast presented by the law firm Bond, Shenick and Kane. I'm your host, Kim Wolf Price. In this episode, we're speaking with Kevin Pohl, a member in the Syracuse office, who is Deputy Department Head for Property and oversees the real estate practice in Syracuse. Kevin is also chair of the Associate Committee here at Bond. Welcome to the podcast, Kevin. Nice to have you here. Thanks, Kim. Nice to be here, and thanks for doing this for the firm. Yeah, it's fun. I enjoy it. You're probably sick of talking to me, but sorry, you're, you're stuck on the podcast today as well. So, um, all right, I'm hoping we can talk a bit about your practice and then about your role with the associate committee and uh, the importance of focusing on a, a attorney development. Is that basically what I told you when I asked you to be on the podcast? Yep, that's the deal. I got all right. it. All right. Sounds good. Thanks. Well, before we get into that, I do think that listeners like to learn a little bit about the background of um, our guests. So if you wouldn't mind, would you tell us a little bit about you? Sure. I grew up in Syracuse. I moved to a small town during high school in Norwich, a little bit southeast of Syracuse. Went to follow the family tradition to go to Niagara University for college. My parents met there and my siblings both went there as well. Um, wanted a change of geography for law school, so I went down to Wake Forest in North Carolina. Nice. And had a good experience there for three years. Was fortunate enough to get a summer position with Bond during my second year of law school and got hired to come back after law school. So it's been the only real job I've ever had um, <laughs> outside of some odds and ends in high school and college. But started in 2001, so it's my 21st year at the firm. It's hard to believe. That's great. So being chair of the associate committee, you actually know exactly what they're going through because you were a summer law clerk and made your way through the whole bond system. Yeah, yeah, it does help. I mean, we've had some meetings this week with associates and welcomed a new class in last week. And it was it is nice to be able to uh, say I've been in their shoes. I think they appreciate that. And I can kind of, you know, hopefully see things from their perspective, even though it's been a while since since I was in that position. I think that is great. And I do think it, it does help. And I appreciate you giving that background. And as you know, you know, Niagara's on the list of schools we'll look at at my house. So you're, you're doing a good <laughs> job of being a good alum on that. I do like starting the episodes with listeners so they can learn about who is speaking and that lawyers, you know, there's more to lawyers than just the legal stuff that you all do. And when I said at the beginning, you might be sick of talking to me, it's because I'm the attorney professional development person here. So that means the associate committee and um, working with the chair is a big part of what I do here, which is a lot of fun, but that's what I was referring to in case anyone's wondering. Yeah, we All drink right. a lot of coffee together. We do drink a lot of coffee together. <laughs> I try. It depends on how everyone's feeling. <laughs> trying to solve all, trying to figure it all out. All right. So let's start with the law practice questions. I introduced you and I said you were a member of the firm, deputy head of the property department, and that you lead the real estate practice in Syracuse. And I realize I haven't done this in a long time. So I'll take that first one, member, because I always refer to you all as members. And that means an owner at our firm. And most people might use the term partner or law firm partner. So, but for the listeners at Bond, we say member because of how we're formed as a professional limited liability corporation. So PLLCs have members, not partners. And that's, that's why I say member all the time. But I'm saying, so did I do that correctly? Is my law degree still intact? Yes, you got it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, can you tell me a little bit about Bond's property department? Yeah. So the property department at Bond is, I think it's unique in the different kind of disciplines within the group, you know, whereas labor and employment and litigation, for example, we feel like those those attorneys and, and paralegals and support staff do a lot of the same things day to day. We 
we're fairly diverse in the property department, but it also, I think, is a benefit to our clients because we're, we, we do have those different disciplines. So within the property department, we have an environmental group. We have a land use and kind of tax, real estate tax group. And then we have folks that do commercial lending. And we also have people that do pure kind of real estate transactions, which is what I do. And you're probably going to ask me to talk about more, so I won't go on yet. And within that, because of our geographic scope of the firm, you know, folks in Florida may do more residential real estate, whereas in the Northeast uh, markets, we do more commercial real estate. We, we all get our hands in, in some of both, but we focus our practice on commercial real estate in Syracuse and other markets in the Northeast and throughout New York, upstate New York. All right. Well, that's, that's a good overview. Thank you. And some, I think that I've had one of the environmental guys on the podcast a couple mm-hmm. of times, also named Kevin. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, yeah, a all, the, all the acronyms on what they do. Yes, exactly. That's all the acronyms. I should make him do just an acronym podcast at one point. <laughs> um, so I also said you were the, the deputy department head. So what does that role mean at uh, from like Bond? I, I didn't think much when I agreed to do it. Um, actually, Gotta be careful there, Kevin. Gotta be careful. <laughs> Um, so Bob Tyson is the chair of our department, and as his deputy, I basically support um, and assist him with his duties as the as the chair. Probably worked out differently in different departments within the firm. Some departments have a chair in one office and a deputy in the other, so it might be a little different. But Bob and I both sit in Syracuse, so really just supporting his duties as chair. We work together to help build the firm's budget, which is annually done kind of from the bottom up. So we are asked to forecast kind of attorney production within our department, which builds to an overall firm budget for the year. Um, We do reviews of paralegals within our department, performance reviews annually, and just whatever else comes up really in the department, especially in Syracuse, uh, hiring new folks for the group, managing workload, marketing initiatives, really anything you could think that a kind of a manager of a group would be asked to do. That's great. It's, I'm sure, also bigger because of the way you two work together, right? And Bob, you know, certain things that he may have strengths in and you have strengths in others and you guys sort of work off of each other that way as well. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, we have very distinct practices. Bob would be the first to say he, you know, doesn't know much about real estate. I think he knows a little more than he uh, lets on. But um, because we're the groups divided that way, I think I may do a little more with the folks that do more pure real estate. I mean, he would do more with the folks that do more environmental within the group. Yeah, that's quite good. All right. Well, so thanks for the overview. I think it'd be great if we could talk a little more specifically about your work now. I said you lead the real estate uh, practice here in Syracuse, but the broader umbrella, you're a real property attorney. You work with developers, buyers, sellers, leases, lending. That's a lot. So will you tell us a little bit about the practice generally and that maybe the types of clients or matters you work on? Yeah, we like to think we do do a lot. We handle really all aspects of commercial real estate projects. So we could be in any case, buyer side, a seller side, tenant, landlord, lender, borrower. You know, one of the strengths of Bond and what I, you know, am able to pass on to clients is we are kind of one-stop shop. So when we do a real estate development project, we have people, obviously, you know, for example, I would maybe, if it's a new development, I would handle a purchase and sale agreement for the property we would have people in our group that 
could go to the municipality and get whatever approvals are needed, assist the client okay. to get those approvals. If an environmental issue raises itself, uh, we have folks you know that could look at that. We have people that do public benefit type work, you know, IDA pilot work or other economic benefits. So we're a one-stop shop on projects. A lot of times I will just end up being on larger projects, you know, borrow a sports analogy, kind of the point guard. Yeah. Um, where I'm bringing the right people in at the right times and just managing a project. Clients like to have someone that always knows what's going on with every aspect of a project, even though different people at the firm are you know, using their expertise in a, in a particular area. So we like to think of ourselves as project lawyers also, where um, if it's a large development project, we're able to manage all aspects of that for clients. And that's really part about being a business partner and consultant almost in some ways, and, and certain types, like you have to understand your client's business fully. And then that's why it's easier to sort of run those deals, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. And, and um, you know, on larger real estate development projects, incentives, whether they're tax incentives or just grants or monies available, there's a lot of, there's a lot to navigate and people that haven't been through the process between dealing with lenders, municipalities on approvals, grant sources, tax credit agencies, it's a lot to navigate. So just kind of working your way through a transaction, you know, it's it's, it's easy to, to complete tasks, right? Client calls and says, I need a lease or I need this. You know, we like to think we're able to be a little more proactive and lead lead the client through those projects. Yeah, there's just so much to think about that if you're the client, you're like, I want to buy this piece of property to start this business, but there's so many other pieces that if your industry is something different, you're not even thinking about. Right. And it, and it is very different. Um, you know, I talked about kind of real estate development projects, but we represent colleges and universities in their real estate needs. There's, um, you know, some local universities that we almost do exclusively all their real estate and their, their approach to things is very different than a developer. They're not maybe in it to squeeze every dollar out of a development. They're in it to support their campus or to control certain uses near their campus. So you have to understand who you're working for. You know, we have nonprofit clients. We have a lot of my work is for a, a national franchisee of a fast food chain and their, you know, their model with respect to real estate is much different than a developer. So you, you get to know those clients over a long term and, and, you know, you really become efficient with accomplishing their goals. That's great. And so was this your interest in law school? Were you interested in real property law or how did you get here? No, I my worst grade in law school, I hope my professor isn't listening, was property first year. And so I knew at that point I was never going to do property work. I didn't want to see the rule against perpetuities ever again. Um, <laughs> None of us want to see the rule against perpetuities. <laughs> so I actually, um, when I summered at the firm, I, we you do a rotation through the different departments to try to get a feel for what you'd like to do. And you do the same as a new associate. And when I rotated as a new associate, I landed in the public finance department. So I was doing tax exempt bond transactions. And then due to some changes in kind of our staff in the department, I shifted over to real estate. So no, I didn't think this is where I would end up coming out of law school for sure. It is kind of funny how that happens, right? I think that's why it's good we have the rotation program as well. At yeah, yeah. You think that you're going to end up one place and then it sort of ends up <laughs> else. Yeah. And you kind of mentioned this a little bit talking about um, some of the types of clients, but in your real estate practice, you work across departments and practice groups at the firm. You mentioned higher ed, 
but there's a and tax. There's a whole variety of groups that all have to kind of come together. Yeah, I mean, even yeah, I mentioned kind of within our department, our property department, we've got the various expertise needed by our clients. But things come up. There might be a bankruptcy aspect with a property. We've got a very strong bankruptcy group. You never know. Litigation, unfortunately, can arise. So I've have folks there that help our clients. So businesses, we need to form a new entity to that's going to be the owner of a property. Straightforward, we handle it. But if it gets involved with investors, we've done transactions where developers seek investors into their projects and that implicates securities laws. So we have folks to help with that. So you never know what's going to come up. And I, and that's something I like about being at the firm is having that kind of bench strength behind me. I don't want to know a little about a bunch of different areas. I, I really like to focus on doing what I do, but knowing that I've got the expertise behind me to, to accomplish our clients' goals. Yeah, and it's got to be fun to actually work with the other folks as well every once in a while. Like, hey, I need to work with this tax department or I need to work you know, more closely with the business department and um, you get to work with your partners. Yeah. Uh, so I have to ask, when you're working with developers on projects, and I'm actually, we're recording this on Zoom and a picture of the city of Syracuse is behind me <laughs> right now. That's my background. But it must be cool to watch the impact of these projects on the local area. Is that part of what makes the work interesting to you? Yeah, that's really the best part. You know, we, we push papers around all day and send emails and talk on the phone, but being able to ride around town, my, my father loves doing downtown tours with me because I point out all the what's coming and what I've been working on. And so that, yeah, it is, it is neat to see the results of your client's work uh, that you hopefully have a small part in to go to a opening of a new project or a new building or see tenants starting to move in outside my window right now at my office, I can see a large redevelopment project in downtown Syracuse that we were lucky enough to be a part of and to see the you know, new names going up on the side of the building and the tenants moving in and a critical part of our downtown being redeveloped. That's really satisfying to have a small part in that. Yeah, I think that's fantastic. And I know that as a firm, we always try to support all of those folks as well, because we are downtown and we like uh, seeing that growth downtown and in the other areas as well, of course. All right. So you were a summer law clerk at Bond. You have leadership roles in your practice area, and then you chair the associate committee. So I guess maybe I should start with a question. What is the associate committee? Yeah, so the associate committee at the firm is a committee of members. We went over that before, members, not partners, that oversees the kind of development of our associates. So all non-members you know, members generally, we have some other classes, but generally our newer attorneys are associates. And um, our committee kind of historically mainly did reviews, end of year performance reviews for our associates, but we've been trying to do more recently. Um, we've had some uh, social get-togethers kind of started during COVID as a way to get people together. I and mean, we've done some professional development sessions with your support more recently. And so it's really the committee is there to support the associates in whatever way they need as far as development and their advancement within the firm. And so your role as chair, do you sort of have to run parts of these processes and, and keep it all moving? I do. Um, the end of year review process, which has been in place for decades at the firm, definitely gets spread out among the committee. We assign committee members to different offices or departments to handle performance reviews of associates. We do meet collectively to make decisions, obviously. But but during the year, frankly, before becoming chair, there's really more day-to-day -day than I thought, a lot of which kind of starts with the chair 
Every time we hire a new associate, I'm consulted on compensation for the associate. If we have performance issues during the year, you know, I'm consulted on that. You and I meet frequently to talk about other ways we can support our associates and what other ideas we may have. And, you know, we bring in the committee as needed for those events and uh, contribute towards those efforts. I think you may have added extra work to the role of chair, but I appreciate it. (laughs) As the attorney professional development person, I do appreciate it. I think the associates do as well, because we've all said it, I think, who've been to law school, like they don't really teach you how to be a lawyer in law school. And then you're at a law firm and you're like, I'm not sure what I'm supposed to do here. So I think it's helpful to start at the beginning and and, uh, support them. Yeah, and they didn't teach me how to be uh, in a human resource function reviewing associates. So thanks to my sister, Lindsay, that's an HR professional. She gets a lot of questions about how to handle reviews and other issues that come up. That's very good. That's very good. Yeah, it's true. That is the one funny thing about lawyers, right? Like we learn how to be lawyers and then law firms are actually set up to have lawyers as the business owners and to run all those functions. And then we're like, oh, we actually studied the law part. We didn't really... (laughs) Study the HR part of management. Um, It's good, though. I enjoy doing it. I mean, I it has been fun getting to know all the associates better. And uh, we've hired a lot this year. I I don't know the numbers, but I would guess we've probably hired more associates this year than certainly in the recent history of the firm and and throughout our all of our offices, which has been great. Like I mentioned, we just had kind of onboarding orientation the last few weeks for our new law school grads. And I think, you know, out of, I don't know, how there were nine, give or take, um, only one of them was in Syracuse. So they were all here. And it was just great to see kind of reinvigorates the whole firm when we have new people join. And it's a a great time at the firm. I do think that the fall definitely has, that's a tradition that a lot of big law firms, bigger law firms, it's the fall when those new grads come. And there is this like kind of great feeling of like energy when they show up, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Brings us all back, I think. <laughs> exactly. Brings us all back. And it, it like it's like, right, this is fun. Like it gets everyone together. It was great to have them from so many different offices come join us from West Palm Beach, Florida to Buffalo, New York, and lots of places in between. Yeah. Yep. So what are some of the important aspects of orientation or um sort of welcome messages that you hope they take away from orientation? Oh wow. You know, it's a tough it's a tough week because uh, there's a lot of nuts and bolts to cover. There are human resource functions. There's a lot of forms to fill out, and that's all completely necessary. But there's also a part of getting to know the firm and getting to know the people. So we do a welcome reception. We had a great turnout this year. So I think the the biggest takeaway is just to understand and feel and experience the collegial one firm nature of of Bond. And know that takeaway of knowing that they've got the support um, of the firm, the associate committee behind them as they start their careers. And several of them mentioned how much they they weren't sure about having to come to Syracuse, New York for orientation, but how much they like being here, getting to know one another. You know, we have kind of class years and and we all kind of stick together with our classmates. So it was great that a lot of them had been summers last year, all but one, I think. And they all returned, which was a great sign. So they've really built a a connection. So yeah, beyond the nuts and bolts of how to work the phone and how to work the computer and enter time and all that, you hope the takeaway is an appreciation for the kind of people we have, because that is our strength, is our people and our relationships with one another within the firm. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. And certainly 
what we hope they'll uh, they'll take away after they spend that time with us. And it is true. They do end up really enjoying their time. They're like finding festivals, going shopping. They like <laughs> I think there were a few uh, Elton John concert attendees out of the group this year. So. Yes, that's right. There's that as well. <laughs> and I, I mean, is it a fair statement to say that they're the you know they're the next generation of members and leaders? Absolutely. As we tell them last week, every every attorney we hire, we hire with an eye towards becoming a member. We don't hire people that we don't think are cut out to make member at the firm. We don't hire thirty with the plan to make five of them members. If we hire ten, we want ten to be members, you know, seven, eight, nine years later, whatever the number ends up being. So we make a big investment up front. We spend a lot of time on on training and we do that because that's, you know, the main way we grow the firm is by kind of homegrown attorneys right out of law school and training them and hoping uh, that they make a career of it. So that's yeah, definitely the goal. Yeah, it's an important investment. And, and this year, the associate committee has been focusing even more on ways to develop them and getting their input on things that they're looking for. That was extra work on your plate besides uh, dealing with clients and a few other things you had to do this year. But it yeah. seems like a good investment in the future. It was extra work on our plates. You were heavily involved also. And yes, we did. We hired a consultant this year to do a survey of our associates, kind of a satisfaction survey, anonymous. And that the idea of that was just to try to get, you know, an idea from them directly of, of what areas we can do better in, what we're doing well in. And so that was done earlier this year. And as our HR brethren told us, our labor and employment folks, don't do this if you're not going to react to it and implement changes as a result. It's better to do nothing than to do a survey and then not have follow-up. So we've been That's true right. to that. Um, I think we've had some information sessions. We had one a couple hours ago today on kind of a path to becoming a member at the firm for our associates and explaining, you know, what's involved in that and what it means to be a, a member and owner of the firm, because we do want them all to get there. So yeah, so we've been doing more to try to improve one of the things that came out that, you know, the associates asked for more of was more transparency and communication. So we've had probably three or four different sessions on different topics that hopefully are of interest to them. And I think it's been well received and we need to continue to do it. Yeah, I think it has been well received. They, they enjoy the opportunity. And I think that everyone's been really very honest with them, which it's not that people weren't before, but you sometimes forget when you're doing something that you have to stop and tell the next group of people what it is you're doing. Right. Yeah. So, <laughs> they just needed to, to hear about that. You mentioned it before, but the relationships and the collegiality that you want associates to take away is that part of why you take on these extra roles like associate committee chair and deputy department head because of those relationships you've built? Yeah. And just wanting to, you know, contribute to the management and growth of the firm. I think we are fortunate. Our, our compensation committee that reviews member performance and decides on member compensation spends an inordinate amount of time uh, reviewing our members for their annual compensation adjustments. And those those positions that you mentioned are valued. It's not, you know, I've never been concerned that if I don't bring in as much billings from clients this year because I'm in these other roles that it's going to be held against me. It's valued uh, to contribute. You know, I would love to continue to do that. And I was, so I was happy to take on these these roles. And, it, and it's, you know, it's fun. It's fun dealing with the associates, staying connected to them, the work is obviously great, but it's it's nice to be involved in some of these other firm initiatives as well. 
it is great to have the chance to meet every single one of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, we travel, you know, we do their um, performance reviews in person. So um, last year I was in Naples, Florida for a, a day or two. I was in New York City for a day. Past I've done Rochester, Buffalo. So we we get out and we meet with folks in person. I think, you know, we've always stressed the importance of that. And so it is fun. And, and you not only, you know, when you go to New York City for the day, you, you spend time reviewing associates and then you you know, see your other partners as well. So it's it's good. It's a good way to stay in touch with everybody and to learn the different offices and you know how they operate and the and the people there. So it's it's been it's really been great. That's great. All right. So before we wrap up, I have to ask you one of these types of questions. So if you could go back and give any advice to your new associate self, do you know what it would be? I think the advice would be to kind of stay patient. I was one that always wanted to kind of hit the next step. I wanted to get clients. I wanted to manage clients. I wanted to move along. I wanted to go to marketing events and do everything I could. And it takes it takes time. I remember walking into a dinner or a, a reception or something, a networking type thing, and and being a little frustrated that I didn't know anybody, wasn't able to meet anybody, didn't get I didn't get any clients out of that, which was obviously <laughs> unrealistic. So I think. The advice I would have is to do those things, stick with those things, the marketing events, the business development, the networking, and eventually it comes. Eventually you walk into the room and you know people and work does come from it, but it takes time and it's it's an investment. The other thing, you know, when you worry about advancing, becoming partner, am I doing enough, all this, and at Bond especially, the work drives everything and the client service drives everything. So I think if you can kind of block out some of the other concerns or noise about getting clients, serving on committees, getting on a board in the community. All those things are important, but you can be successful here. And I heard the chair of our compensation committee say it during our session at noon today. If you do high quality work and you serve our clients effectively, that's where it all starts here. That's always been the focus. You don't need a book of business to become a partner here. If you can demonstrate that you do high quality work and, and and service our clients. The clients come first. So I could have, you know, we're all, we're lawyers. We want to tackle the world all at first. I think I, I would advise myself to kind of keep it simple, focus on the work and, and everything else will kind of take care of itself. I think that's excellent advice. And I can attest to now when we go get coffee, you know, half the people on the street <laughs> when we walk by. So it does pay off if you keep doing that. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, thanks so much for joining the podcast and from a personal note for being engaged in associate development, because it certainly is fun to work on all these projects with you. I really appreciate all of these initiatives. And as you know, I'm a big fan of Bonds Associates, so they appreciate it as well. So thanks again for joining us. And I hope you'll come back soon to talk about some projects. I do need to add one more thing. Talked about my work at the firm. and, And I think I mentioned how much I like being at the firm. I didn't mention during my background, which was more kind of how I led up to the firm, I am a single father to Jack, who's 14, and being able to have the flexibility to coach his teams and be there for him is is the best part of our job. We do the highest level of work that any firm does, but I can be at the baseball field if I need to, to coach his team and be there for him. So that's that's the best part. I think that's absolutely the best part. And thanks for bringing Jack into the conversation here. <laughs> it's definitely uh, definitely the best part about Bond and that all of us actually know each other's kids' names, which I've definitely worked places where that's not <laughs> the case. <Yep. laughs> all right. Thanks again, Kevin. And we hope to have you back again soon. Thank you. Thanks for doing this.
Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Legally Bond. If you're listening and have any questions for me, want to hear from someone at the firm, or have a suggestion for a future topic, please email us at legallybond at bsk.com. Also, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to Legally Bond wherever podcasts are downloaded. Until our next talk, be well. Bond, Shenick, and King has prepared this communication to present only general information. This is not intended as legal advice, nor should you consider it as such. You should not act or decline to act based upon the contents. While we try to make sure that the information is complete and accurate, laws can change quickly. You should always formally engage a lawyer of your choosing before taking actions which have legal consequences. For information about our communication, firm, practice areas, and attorneys, visit our website, bsk.com. This is Attorney Advertising. Thank you.